here comes the money. You're now listening to the Gambling with Gold podcast with Jason Gold. Presented by Champions Round. Hello and welcome to Gambling with Gold. My name is Jason Gold. You are listening to episode 21 of our little podcast here. And we are doing a special Thursday night edition of this podcast with my guy, Dan Turner. Dan's here because, one, we love him at Champions Round, and two, he's an Eagles fan. And last time we did this, he made me a little bit of money telling me that the Eagles were going to get smoked against the Cowboys. So I need to get his information, and all of you do also, so that we can make some money on this Thursday night game and head into week six with a little bit of cash in our pocket. So, Dan, welcome to the show. How are you doing today? I'm doing good. Doing good. How are you? I am very good. All right, so off the top, let's just start with this. Tampa Bay currently minus six and a half, minus seven, depending on what book you're at. The over-under total right now, 52 points. Where are we going with this one? Do you think that the Eagles are going to get crushed once again? Or do yes. You think that- okay. Yes, they are. Let's just get out of the way. Yeah, take, so- the seven, take the seven. Hell, if it's even eight somewhere, take that two and just run with it. Just run. It's, it's a slam dunk. It's not even going to be close again. Uh, and the over... Yeah, what was it fifty-two? You said fifty-two. Yeah, yeah. Take the take the over too. Okay, so let me get a little bit more in depth with the handicap here. Why do you think that Tampa Bay's offense is going to find success against the the Eagles tonight? Because I would be worried if Tom Brady had just one of Evans, Godwin, and Antonio Brown against us, and he has all three. So I just feel like there's no way, and I feel like there's a little bit of revenge still with him again for the Super Bowl that we beat him in. So if he has a chance to clown us at home, he will. So, and the fact that the last time, the last couple of times we played good offenses in the Chiefs and Dallas, they hung up 40 against us. Uh, so yeah, that's not, I mean, it's a wrap already. It's not even going to be close. Okay. So the Eagles defense to me seems a little Jekyll and Hyde this season. They've had some really, really great games. Uh, so you guys have played five. You've really had three pretty good defensive performances and you've had two absolute stinkers against Kansas city and Dallas. So is that just a matter of the offenses that you guys have been going up against? Or is there something stylistically that Kansas city and Dallas does that Tampa Bay does that they are going to be able to exploit tonight? No, it's just, it's just offenses. Honestly, I mean, the, the, the teams that we've done okay against like the Falcons in week one were, were, were awful on offense. The 49ers like beat us and they weren't even that great on offense. And then, you know, the Panthers, well, they were good. The previous week, Sam Darnold made a couple of uncharacteristic like, mistakes with three picks. You're probably not going to win the game. But the Cowboys and, 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 and the Chiefs, just they're just too much to handle. And, and Tampa is probably, you know, on, on definitely on the level of offense that, that they're on. So it's just like offensively, our defense isn't good enough to, to counteract uh, what, what they bring. So I just I just don't see us hanging around uh, that, that much into the game. I don't think it's going to be really close. Okay, so from a gambling perspective, this line has gone from seven and a half. Now it's crossed seven and down to six and a half. Mm-hmm. I don't necessarily know what the reason for this is that the Sharps are on the Eagles. I kind of lean ish to the Eagles also at the seven and a half number. I wouldn't do it at six and a half. I think that just Thursday, I could see it being a close, kind of sleepy ish game. Maybe it goes to the under. Maybe we get like a 28 21 type of Tampa Bay victory. Uh, what is the case that you can make? It doesn't mean that you have to believe it, but what would be the case that you would make for the Eagles actually being successful in this game and maybe covering the number, but perhaps winning the game also? Um, if 
Tom Brady doesn't play will win. <laughs> okay, okay. Literally the only like they're like realistically, and not like I'm a fan, but like I try I try to be, you know, without bias. There I don't realistically see a way of us winning this game. I just think there's too many weapons and our defense is playing isn't playing the best. And Brady knows how to pick any a good defense apart. And we're not a good defense right now. So I don't like with Brendan Graham being out, like our, our defensive lines. A little injured. Fletcher Cox hasn't really done anything this year. Uh, we don't have linebackers to speak of. I mean, you can probably roll the two of us out of linebacker for the Eagles and, and be successful. Um, and I just think that, you know, Antonio Brown is going to be a, a problem. I just don't think our slot our slot corner is, is going to be good enough to, to handle him. I mean, Slay and, and Nelson are, are decent guys, and, you know, they probably held up for a little bit. I just think, you know, the middle of the field has been such a problem all year, and they're going to exploit that uh, with, with their tight ends. And, and Antonio Brown, and we have no, no way of stopping it. Okay, uh, from the other side of the ball, let's flip the script here. Tampa mm-hmm. Bay has a lot of injured players on the defense, which I think is one of the reasons that the Sharps may like the right. Eagles because there are cluster injuries on Tampa Bay's defense. You mm-hmm. have your two starting cornerbacks are on IR. Levante David isn't playing. Antoine Winfield isn't playing. Do you think that Jalen Hurts can find success through the air against Tampa Bay? And do you think that potentially they will find enough success on offense in order to keep this game kind of close? I think in the beginning, yeah, I think that he's been in, uh, he hasn't been the most consistent quarterback. I think that Tampa is going to probably sp- uh, put a spot on him and take his running out, out of the picture. Um, but I think he's he's decent enough to, you know, it really all comes down to how the receivers play. If the receivers can play well and, and provide separation against like the backup corners and, and the safeties from, from Tampa, then I think that we can be okay offensively. Um, but if they can't, it's going to be a very, very long night. So, uh, I believe that that Hurts can keep it uh, decently close for a while. I just think that the the the, the disparity in, in in the offenses is so great that it'll they'll they'll pull away sometime like like late second third quarter. What is your level of confidence in the Eagles' offensive line right now? Lane Johnson obviously looks like not playing due to a personal matter, and you have two guys who are injured right now, but you do have a lot of depth there. Mm-hmm. So, what do you, what's your kind of thought on the Eagles' offensive line right now? I mean, I think offensive line, I think it's, I mean, we just paid Jordan Marlotta a lot of money to be our left tackle. Now you move him over to right tackle when he's not 100% healthy uh, against some rushers that that he won't do well against. I think the middle of the, you know, the guards are in trouble because, like, Vadavia is, is going to probably dominate and collapse the pocket. I really don't have, and, and, and Dillard has done well against speed rushers, but power rushers, like, eat his lunch. So, honestly, I don't see the offensive line being that good this 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 week. I think that the type of defensive line that Tampa Bay has is the exact type of defensive line that can give our offensive line problems. And that that's going to hurry hurts up and, and cause him to, you know, make some you know mental mistakes that he wouldn't otherwise have had. So basically we're talking about Hertz is going to have to get outside the pocket and then he's going to have ample opportunity to make plays down the field, given right. the injury situation yeah. in Tampa Bay. So yeah, I don't believe it's good enough for us to stay to Hertz to just sit there in the pocket and try to like dissect the defense. I don't think our offensive line is good enough to hold up. Okay. So, so for those of you that are watching that are going to be live gambling on this game, I'm probably including myself in this. If Hertz is able to escape the pocket and get around the end, he's going to have opportunities. So something to look for really early, if he's able to do that and outrun some of the defensive pressure on the defensive line, could be a, could be a good spot for the Eagles. Maybe a spot to bet on the Hertz over passing yards, maybe over rushing yards, something like that. So with that being said, let's move over to some player props, some stuff that I, Really, really want to put some money down on tonight. 
Mm-hmm. Tom Brady currently over or under 299 and a half passing yards. No, over. He'll get that by the half. <laughs> I love it. If he gets that by half, if he gets that by the half, like maybe we'll do the first half passing yards. I don't know where I can bet that, but I might have to. Okay. <laughs> uh, let's go to Leonard Fournette. So Eagles have been relatively stout against the running game other than I think maybe the Cowboys game. They gave up a lot, but otherwise been pretty good. Uh, Fournette over 65 and a half rushing yards right now. That seems pretty high to me, actually. Um, I would 65 and a half. I would say, let me, let me see Fournette. What did he have last game? I do not 67. know. Um, I'll go under that, actually. I don't think. I think I actually, really, well, you know what? I think I really like that under. Huh? I think I really like that under. Yeah. It seems like a really high number to me. Yeah, it, it's pretty high to me. I don't think he's going to hit that. All right. Fournette under receptions, three and a half. Do over. you think that the – over. Okay. Over, yeah. over is – We have a lot of members to speak up. It's, 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 <laughs> that's easy money. Unless they trot out uh, Bernard the entire time. Yeah. Should, should, should easily that. All right. Uh, I know that you're going to say over to all the the uh, Tampa Bay receivers. So Evans is 69 and a half. Over. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Godwin is 70 and a half. Yeah. Antonio Brown is 65 and a half. So we're just Antonio going over Brown across the board. Couldn't be, couldn't be high enough for me to go over on Antonio Brown this week. Okay. So Antonio Brown is really the one that we want to talk about here. 65 yeah, and a half. Yeah. You think that he's going to eat up the slot corner that you guys I think have. he's going to destroy us. In the middle of the field. The middle of the field is literally the weakest part of our defense. We have, like I said, our backers can't cover for anything. And and Avante Maddox is gonna get, you know, clowned pretty much by by Antonio Brown. So I don't I, I any any bet with Antonio Brown, you know, give me the over or whatever it is. All right. So now I have a personal question. Yes. Antonio Brown, Antonio Brown or Chase Claypool this week? Antonio Brown. Okay, there we go. All right. Uh, you said that the Tampa Bay offense is going to target their tight ends a lot because they're going to be in the middle of the field, and that's where you guys are weakest. So, yeah, that's what I would Cameron, Cameron Bray over two and a half receptions. Oh, over. All right. I'm placing that bet too. All right. Uh, let's move over to uh, Jalen Hurts passing yards 290 and a half. It's pretty high, but they might be playing from behind. Yeah. He'll, they'll have, I mean, we don't run the ball anyway for some reason. And we're just going to be down, I think, the entire game because it's going to force him to throw. Uh, so I, I would say over. All right, Jalen Hurts. I think in, over. In, the, in the past two in the past two games when they played elite offenses in the Cowboys and Chiefs, he's gone over 320 yards both games. So that leaves me to believe he'll easily close the 299 number. That makes a lot of sense. Uh, we have Jalen Hurts over under rushing yards 43 and a half. Over. Miles Sanders rushing yards, 32 and a under. half. Miles Sanders, Miles Sanders receptions over or under three and a half. Under. All right. Uh, do you think that Gainwell is going to be more involved in the passing game or Sanders? I think, I think they will. I think, you know, based on what, what I've seen from them, they, they like Gainwell more um, in, the, in the passing game than, than, than Sanders. Every, every time they're in two-minute drill, it's always Gainwell out there. Um, so I expect them to, to do better when they're passing than with Sanders. Do you think that there's a potential that this is a Jalen Rager game, given the status of the Tampa Bay cornerbacks? No. If anything, it's a Quez Watkins game. Not Jalen Rager. Oh, interesting. All right. Let's, let's go down to him. 
Quez Watkins over under receptions three and a half. I'd go, you don't have to pick a side. You can yeah, say stay away. I just say under because he gets like I was studying the some some tape from from last week's game. Like he was open pretty consistently. Just Jalen never saw him. Um, so I don't. If anything, I'll probably say like three. So it's close, but I say under. So, but you think that there's a potential that he breaks off a big one? Yeah, I think that he's gonna like like last week. He's gonna break off at least like a fifty plus yarder at some point. In the okay. Game. So Quez Watkins longest reception over 21 and a half yards. Oh, over. Yeah, over. You're making me with some money here, Dan. I don't hate <laughs> it. I don't hate it. All right. So let's get to final prediction for the game. What score do you have? Uh the score that I have is let me pull it up. I have it here. One second. Uh 45 28 10. 45-28. All right, I'm writing this down. 45-28, that is the over, and that is Tampa Bay, folks. I have Tampa Bay 30, Eagles 23, but that's because this is what my model spits out, which isn't shocking because it has the Bucks favored by seven and the total at 53, totals at 52 on the board. That's how the projection system should work. It does not mean it's realistic. This is no. just for gambling lines purposes. So uh, I'll stick with 30-23 for now. We'll see what happens. Uh, I think that my lean would be now after talking to you, I feel a little bit more confident about putting money on the Bucks. Specifically, I think there's a really good opportunity right now to use the Bucks as a teaser piece, bring them down from six and a half to 0.5. All they got to do is win the game, pair them up with something on uh, Sunday or Monday. I think that's a good spot for uh, mm-hmm. Tampa Bay tonight. Dan, thank you for joining us. Hopefully, you make us some money again. Thank You've been you. listening to episode 21 one, of Gambling with Gold. One real quick thing, if you yeah. for, for a nice sneaky bet, uh, Jalen Hurts touchdown anytime because if we're by the goal line or something, it's usually good. he usually keeps it. We kept it last week, so if you want to throw that in as a, as a decent bet, I, I, if we get anywhere near the goal, I mean, it's probably going to be hit. A little last-second nugget for everybody. Make sure to place that bet. Make sure to listen to episode 22 tomorrow with Dan Titus. We'll be going through all of our week six best bets. Until then, enjoy the game tonight, and hopefully you guys all catch some money. 